This is a podcast by The Straits Times. They have kicked, jabbed and choked their way through all the challenges the pandemic has thrown their way over the last 18 months. And now Mixed Martial Arts Organisation One Championship is set to stage one of its biggest events ever when One X takes place at the Singapore Indoor Stadium. Hi, my name is Azali Abdulaziz from the Straits Times Sports Desk and with me on this episode of ST Sports Talk is Chatri Sityotong, the Chief Executive Officer and Founder of One and he'll talk about One X and the fight he's most looking forward to and what lies ahead for his organisation. Oh, and we also asked him how real the Chatri we saw on The Apprentice actually was. Hello Chatri and, and thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, uh, obviously busy schedule to speak with us. Yes, thank you for having me, appreciate it. No problem. And, and maybe you can start by just sharing how 2022 has been for you so far. You know, are you happy with the number of events uh, one has, has staged so far? You, you guys have been very steady, you know, every couple of weeks. It's almost like pre-pandemic levels of, of staging events already for, for one. Yeah, no, definitely. 2022 looks to be a record year for one in terms of revenues, in terms of uh, viewership numbers, in terms of number of events and, 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 and everything else. Uh, just from what we can see today, we've had some uh, huge wins internally we haven't announced yet. So it's just been, yeah, I would say the company morale is at an all-time high. Uh, we just uh, been doing, doing some really, really exciting stuff. Just in January, we closed uh, the largest deal in the history of the company. Um, it's an eight-figure deal, multi-year eight-figure deal. You know, So it's just been tremendous uh, for us um, to close a single deal like that large. And, and I think you know now... Everyone can visualize, you know, nine-figure deals and 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 the like. We've achieved, uh, you know, global scale. I mean, if you look at uh, the Nielsen Industry Report from last year, we're top ten in the world as a media property in terms of sports or viewership and engagement numbers. If you look at Facebook's data that came out uh, a few weeks ago, we're number one in the world out of five thousand sports properties on Facebook in terms of organic video views. So our fans are speaking loud and clear all over the world. Um, and of course, you know, the, the events are back and, you know, knock on wood that COVID doesn't throw a, a, a wrinkle and everything, but so far, so good. That uh, huge uh, January uh, win, as you said, you know, it, has that been officially announced? Is that going to be announced soon? I, I believe we're announcing this month. I believe it's going to be announced the next uh, couple of weeks. We're just working with our partner on the press release and, and a few other uh, logistical things like the partnership kickoff and stuff like that. All right, nice. And and is 2022 also the year, you know, one expands back into the Southeast Asian region and, and maybe even wider Asia? Because I, I know obviously you've been uh, almost restricted to Singapore shows uh, over most of the last 18 or, or even 24 months. Uh, but do you have any dates uh, or any venues in mind, Bangkok yes, or, or anywhere sure. else? Yeah, so we have booked uh, dates and events and venues in different countries already. But again, everything is touch and go. And, and uh, I think this highlights why I'm so full of gratitude and appreciation to the Singapore government. In the last two years, uh, they've really uh, leaned in. The Singapore government has leaned in and, and trusted one to continue live events. Um, of course, we were the, uh, the test uh, in terms of setting up the COVID protocols for large-scale events. And mm -hmm. knock on wood, we've done a great job as a company, as a team, uh, without any outbreaks. Uh, and that I'm, I'm very grateful to my team for, and I'm very grateful to the Singapore government for allowing us to, to continue events, uh, you know, all throughout these last two years. Yeah, full of gratitude. So, you know, every government has a different protocol and different, you know, ruling on, on how, how it's treating COVID. 
So that's what makes it very tricky for us is, of course, we would like to continue our events again abroad uh, the way we have. But right now, you know, we've booked events in different countries, but we haven't committed yet. Sure, sure. I understand. And, and you know, but, but one event you're committed to, of course, just weeks away, uh, arguably one's uh, most exciting card ever, 1X. So many intriguing fights uh, for all types of fight fans. What's the one bout you're most looking forward to and why? I'd have to say Angela Lee versus Stamp, uh, Fairtex. That one is uh, the most exciting for me. I think the other really intriguing one too is Rotang versus Demetrius Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think both those fights are going to give uh, our Singapore fans a tremendous treat, but also our global fans around the world. Um, they're going to see something very spectacular and special. For Angela versus Stamp, I think it's a very intriguing uh, uh, battle. And the reason why is, you know, Angela's coming off a two-year hiatus um, from motherhood. And will she have the edge that she used to have competitively? Will her skills still be there? Will her desire to win still be there? These are big, big question marks, you know? Once upon a time, Angela was a young teenager with all the hunger for her dreams in the world. Today, she's a mother. She's highly successful. Lots of money in the bank. She owns her own home. Um, Her own gym. Yeah, in her own gym. So you wonder about how much of a fire does she have left? Um, she's achieved a lot, obviously, for her for, for a young age. On the flip side, you have Stamp, who is very hungry um, and won the Adam Wake Grand Prix, you know, went through everybody. And she is Angelie's most dangerous opponent ever, ever. And the reason why I say that is, is Stamp is a much, much better striker than Angela. But Stamp also has tremendous um, athleticism and balance and strength all in her favor. And her takedown defense is outstanding. So in terms of a stylistic matchup, this is the worst kind of matchup for Angela uh, in Stamp. Now, of course, Angela is a world champion and she's a world champion because she's overcome many, many different types of opponents and situations and, and whatnot. So you can never underestimate Angela's world championship spirit. At the same time, though, Stamp is the hungrier fighter. She, you know, she wants what Angela has. Uh, she wants to break out and make the kind of money that Angela has been making. She wants to, you know, claim her 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 stake on the throne as the first three-sport world champion in history. And one other thing, too, is Stamp really, really, really um, wants to prove to the world that she is the greatest atom weight in the world. So there's a lot of different storylines, even within this one fight. So it's just one of these crazy, crazy fights that a moment in history, I think it's going to be a, a, a tremendous treat for everybody. Yeah. And, and it just so happens that, you know, that could be, could well be the, the one event that has the most number of spectators uh, since the pandemic began. Uh, I spoke to uh, the Sports Hub uh, Chief Executive Officer Lionel Yo a uh, number of weeks ago, and, and he said, you know, one uh, and Sports Hub were, were in talks with, you know, obviously the government and the authorities about having a, a larger number of fans uh, back inside the, the indoor stadium for that one. Have those details been firmed up? Uh, do you have a figure in mind, 6,000, 8,000? So, so we don't have a figure yet in mind. We're still working with the government, but we have been selling uh, tickets very briskly. At the current pace, the event will be sold out in a matter of uh, 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 days. But, you know, um, the capacity still remains about whether we will be allowed to release additional seats. It definitely won't be the entire stadium um, just because of COVID protocol and, and safe distancing. So, but we will, yes, this will be the largest spectator event since the pandemic for all of Singapore. 
you know, there, there's no doubt of March 26, but the question is how big? I can tell you it's going to be in the thousands. I just don't know how many thousands yet right now. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. And now back to our chat with One Championship CEO and founder, Chatri Sidyotong. Let's take a step back. Did, did you do any, you know, stock taking for 2021? Uh, you know, obviously a, a difficult year, challenging year as it has been the, uh, in 2020 as well. You know, what, what was the biggest learning point for you and, and the, the, the most, the biggest positive oh, takeaway for yeah, you? Yeah, so for 2021, you know, one achieved record revenues, record viewership numbers, record social media metrics, um, all the major KPIs, uh, we hit new highs, record highs. So from that perspective, I'm very happy. But of course, you know, we were not operating in full capacity just because everything was stop start with COVID. It's incredible. I, you know, uh, my team is genuinely the greatest team in the world. Their warrior spirit, resilience and grit, creativity, just to be able to throw events last year was very difficult. And so it's a huge bonus that we hit record re- highs in revenues, viewership, and, and, and all the other metrics I look at. And obviously we... It also record level valuation last year, having closed our, our latest uh, funding round. Um, so all these different things were, you know, I would say made 2021 an outstanding year. Could it have been better if there's no COVID? Of course, definitely. And so all things considered, the fact that we have grown continuously throughout these last two years during COVID, all the key KPI, all the key metrics, for me, that is a testament to the to how amazing my team is. And I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, very grateful to serve the greatest team in the world. And one of the factors I, I would um, you know, say uh, for that growth would be the Apprentice One Championship Edition, you know, and th- that wrapped up in 2021. And then it streamed on, on Netflix, obviously very popular in Singapore. What was that whole experience like for you? And is it, is it what we see, what we get with, with Chatri? Was that Chatri that people saw on the show, the same Chatri yes. uh, talking to me today? Yes. Well, that's the funny thing. You know, before we shot the show, and it was in the middle of the pandemic, mind you, so there was no vaccine yet. Um, and this is, again, why I'm so grateful and full of appreciation to the Singapore government. You know, not only did they allow live events back, they entrusted one one to, to, to come back, but they also entrusted one to shoot, you know, a global international production in Singapore in the middle of the pandemic with no vaccine yet. That was already in, in itself an impossible feat. And the fact that there was no outbreak just shows you how strict our protocol was. But I got a lot of advice before the show, um, internal stakeholders, our marketing department, whatnot, advice, our shareholders, and external uh, experts that told me, you know, Chatri, you, you need to show only the nice side of Chatri, or, you know, you need to be a gentleman or whatever it is. And I had a lot of conflicting advice and people even wanted me to dress up a certain way. They wanted to give me luxury clothes and, you know, fit the image of a... Uh, of a CEO. And the night before the production began, I just, I just said, screw it. I I don't want to listen to anybody. I want to be myself. And so you saw everything um, on on the show. You saw my temper, you saw my harshness, you saw the negative sides, and hopefully you saw my leadership style as well and and my business approach. But yeah, it was just just real. Yeah. What you saw on the show was the real me. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I, and I, I would say, you know, probably one of the reasons people tuned in was because, you know, they got to see the, the, the real side of you uh, and, and, you know, a genuine side of you. 
can you share are there plans for for season 2 of of um, you know the apprentice uh... yes we we are working on season 2 uh, as we speak we haven't kicked off yet on production we're we're deciding which country to to shoot it out of right now that's where uh the season 2 is about right now could it be in singapore still most likely not sure and, and uh in 2021 you also had um that big uh, turner deal one on tnt Uh, in the first half of 2021 uh, did that achieve the target you had of you know showcasing one uh, to a north american audience uh, yes. and will we see one so, on tnt yes. in 2022 as well yes so we're going to announce our biggest broadcast deal in history uh, in the next few weeks so just stay tuned uh, uh, you know for the us market um, it will be um, a spectacular announcement please stay tuned Is it with with Turner as well, or, or I, I can't I can't say I can just tell you that it is a major 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 broadcaster. Yeah, that's all I can say. It's a globally renowned broadcaster and company and brand. It's going to be um, it's going to be our biggest announcement in the history of the company. All right, but but looking back at those three shows or four shows rather, uh, one on TNT, you know, obviously there was some controversy with some of the finishes and so on. But like I said, overall, looking back, uh, did it have that effect that you wanted? Did did it leave the impression that that you wanted on on the the North American fans? Yeah, I think that's why we have the biggest deal in history, our U.S. broadcaster that I'm going to be announcing next few weeks. Um, I think without you know our primetime live um, experiment in the U.S., we would not be sitting on this deal that I'm about to announce uh, again in the next few weeks. I'll be announcing it, and um, it's a game changing deal for one. Mm-hmm. A couple of the fighters who, who featured on those cards, uh, you know, obviously big names, Mighty Mouse, uh, Eddie Alvarez. I'm just wondering, you know, when you signed them, uh, you know, back in in late 2018, that was a huge uh, statement of intent for one. Uh, unfortunately, of course, you know, about two thirds of their their time in one so far has come during the pandemic. You know, do you feel you can still get the most out of them, you know, going forward, and 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 how? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I really, truly believe that one has the greatest athlete roster on the planet. You know, I would put our world champions against the world champions of any organization, any global organization. And I've always, you know, called out for a one versus UFC mega global event, champion versus champion. Uh, I'd love to do that. And this is, you know, I'm speaking as a lifelong martial artist, not as some fan or some businessman. You know, I do martial arts. I've been practicing martial arts ever since I was a little kid. I train every day, five, six times a week, and, and it is my greatest passion in life. I can tell you, just looking at the roster, you know, I would tell you we have the world's greatest roster in MMA and Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu and in and, and kickboxing and, and, and all the different arts. All right. And, and, and last question. We still have uh, three quarters of, of the year left, 2022. What's the main goal you wish to achieve? What's the main target you have with one Uh, after One X, of course, you said there's a couple of big announcements coming up. Beyond that, what's your biggest uh, target for the organization? You know, I think we're going to hit record uh, again. Right now, from what the plans we see, we're going to see significant revenue growth and, and, uh, to record high levels again, breaking records. Viewership numbers, we expect to break a new high again this year. We're off to a very strong start on social and digital platforms already, already um, far exceeding our, our uh, last year first quarter metrics. Uh, triple-digit percentage differential in terms of growth rate versus last year already in terms of just all of our metrics. So I think 2022 is a real major inflection point for one. And I hope for the return of normalcy for the global economy. And if that happens, then yeah, then one will 
Yeah, it just uh, uh, most certainly have its greatest year in history by a large, large margin. Yeah, and, and let's hope that that normalcy comes back. So that's all the questions uh, we have for you, Chatri. Thank you yeah. once again for your time, and we wish you and One Championship all the best uh, for 2022 and beyond. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and take care. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.